We are I. Well, well, well. Fucking bullshit strikes again when it comes to, you know, air quotes, health and wellness and, you know, our doctors, our healthcare systems here in the West and how much bullshit it is. This is where I would like to thank Tucker Carlson again, you know, for just airing stories that nobody else is willing to talk about. He had this gentleman on, on, you know, his episode number 71 or 72, I can't remember which one it was, but he's talking about Ozempic, and I've been kind of bitching about Ozempic for a few reasons, but none of these, and I'll kind of, I'll recap a few reasons that I've been bitching about it, and I'll get into like what he said. You know, for one, I think Ozempic is the problem. It represents the problem with people in the West of, you know, finally finding that pill that they can take that eliminates obesity, and it's like, but what at, at what cost? You know, we know that Ozempic, you lose more weight because of the lean body mass that you lose that you need to be healthy, bone mass that you also need to be healthy, connective tissue that you also need to be healthy. And this is all across the entire body, including the organs, because your body is not sight and specific of where your body can lose weight nor lose lean body mass, nor lose, you know, bone density or connective tissue. Now, because of amazing people like Peter Atia, you know, he's talked about one of the predictors of early death is really stability in the ankle and grip strength. Because stability in the ankle, if you take a step as an elderly person and your connective tissue is not strong, your joints aren't strong, your muscles aren't strong, You know, you can take a step, you can take an awkward step, and you fall because you don't have this stability in the ankle. It used to be leg strength, but they realized what's the weakest part of leg strength? What's ankle stability? So let's take a combination of both those. Let's say it's both, equally those two things. Well, if you're losing lean body mass, which would include your legs, you're losing connective tissue, which incorporates your ankle, your knee, and your hip. Well, how do you have strong, stable legs to be able to prevent a fall later on in in life? How? You can't. Because you have to realize most people who are going to be on Ozempic, they're not the type of people who are working out. They're not the athletes. They're not even the weekend warriors. They're not. They're fat, lazy people. There are people, and a lot of people who are taking Ozempic aren't even that fat. They just want the easy way out, but they have a lot of unhealthy habits that aren't doing the opposite. They aren't working out. They aren't eating healthy. They are pre-diabetic. They're headed down that road. A lot of people are taking Ozempic, you know, for, to try to prevent, to be preventative of ending up down that road, which makes it even worse. Because all these things they don't talk about at all, 
encouraging people to be actually fundamentally change their life. And you wouldn't even need something like Ozempic. But because it doesn't do that, because people don't do that, and doctors don't say that, be like, I'll give you a Ozempic if you can prove that you're willing to change your lifestyle and maintain that for at least six months. Because then I know that fundamental change is there. Because Ozempic is a lifetime drug. I don't know if most people know that. The prescription is a lifetime prescription. And you have people in their 20s taking this shit. But again, when it goes back to what I was, the point I was making for about, you know, preventing the fall. But then the second most common predictor of, you know, surviving a fall in early death is grip strength. Like I said, like Peter Atiyah said. So if you don't have stability in your ankle, knee, and hip, you don't have the lean body mass in the legs to be able to prevent that fall, well, now you have to rely on your grip strength even more. But again, if you don't have the connective tissue in the wrist, if you don't have the lean body mass in your forearms and your arms to be able to potentially grab on and hold on to something to prevent that fall because your legs aren't doing it, well, now you fall. And this injured shoulder, this injured hip, at a certain point in life, it is going to be detrimental to the length and longevity of your life. But let's face it. Well, what do we know about recovery? Well, the more lean body mass that you have on your body, the more your body is used to repairing or regenerative itself, it, it allows you to be able to recover from injuries and things like surgery a lot quicker and better because your body's used to breaking down repair, breaking down repair because that's what you do when you work out and you play sports and you're active. You break your body down and it repairs every single day. So it's used to this process. But now you've robbed your body of that. Now you've fallen as an elderly person who's taken Ozempic for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. How do you recover? You don't. Never mind that you've weakened your organs. Never mind the paralysis of your stomach because that's what Ozempic does is it paralyzes your stomach. Well, fuck me. Like, how is that ever going to be good? Now, I've recently talked about the lawsuits that have been launched against Ozempic. You have some of these women who are taking Ozempic who now have irreversible chronic diarrhea because of Ozempic. It's one of the lawsuits out there right now. Can you fucking imagine? Can you imagine? There's lawsuits out there because of the massive amount of gastrointestinal distress and pain caused by Ozempic. Never mind all the other stuff. The lawsuits will never come because of the breakdown of lean body mass and the slow erosion of bone density and you know connective tissues because they're too hard to prove. They're slow, they're long-term, and they're in years from now. Even though they know it's a side effect, well, they can say, well, you're not working out, you're not eating. There's a lot of other things they can point the finger at. But we know it's true. But some of these things, chronic diarrhea, that's irreversible. Can you fucking imagine the impact that that have on your life? Because you're fucking lazy and you want to take the easy way out. Unbelievable. But the one thing that, or one, one of the things that I want to highlight here about Ozempic that I didn't know that I've now found out because of this gentleman that's on, currently on Tucker Carlson is like almost everything else to do with health and wellness. Right down to our food. 
Ozempic's not even approved for obesity in Europe. They're not doctors are not allowed to prescribe Ozempic or any semaglutide for obesity in Europe. So check that out. They're one of the most wealthy companies. The Ozempic is one of the highest, highly profitable drugs ever made because it's a lifetime drug. And how many people are on Ozempic right now? But all, almost all of their profits and their earnings on their own quarterly reporting that you can go look up right now and you can actually, because it's a publicly traded company, the company that makes Ozempic, you can go on their earnings calls. You can go on their quarterly reporting because it's public information. And you can see that they have that wealth because of the fact that they are widely accepted in North America as the the quick fix to obesity that people have been starving to find because of their unhealthy habits and their unhealthy lifestyle. On top of this is that the company that makes Ozempic is actually lobbying the federal government right now that it is racist for them not to federally fund Ozempic because there's a distorted amount of people, a disproportionate amount of people in America that are minorities that are obese. Can you fucking believe it? Isn't it insane? Insane. Saying it's racist if you don't give them this drug that's harming people, that isn't even allowed to be prescribed in hundreds of other countries in the world because of its detriment and because it doesn't actually fix the underlying problem. It masks it. It doesn't encourage people to be able to change. If anything, it does the opposite. Now I really can get away with the unhealthy life that I'm living. Unfucking believable Unbelievable. Now the scary part behind all this is is that they're actually... Get this, the American Society for Pediatrics, the American College for Pediatrics, they're wanting to be able to give children Ozempic uh, on for a lifetime. Children. This is fucking COVID vaccine, COVID-19 vaccines all over again. Why on earth would you give children this fucking lifetime drug that is causing irreversible side effects. March those fucking kids outside. Get them off their tablets. Get them to stop drinking Slurpees and fucking Oreo cookies by the dozen and by the liter. Kids should not be obese. Obesity is not a genetic abnormality. It's a fucking lifestyle. It's a choice. It's a parental choice to make a child obese. You as a fucking parent are making your child obese. There's no gene that causes obesity. None. Not fucking one. The entire genome, the human body has been mapped and there's not one fucking gene that causes obesity. So you as a parent 
are making your child obese. Now you want to authorize a drug that this child is going to have to take for life that's doing nothing to treat the underlying symptom. And worst of all is you have the fucking, you know, College of Pediatrics in the States promoting this shit. It is unfucking believable. This is the state of healthcare. This is the state of healthcare in the West. And we want to stand on our pillar of saying how advanced, how great our healthcare system is. And it's like, what about it? Did you learn nothing from the COVID-19 vaccines and the COVID-19 vaccine mandates and the people, including your fucking doctor, that were promoting this shit? Now you have a wild, wild amount of health outcomes that are terrible from this. And what do you expect is going to happen from something like Ozempic? And again... Thinking back to the root of this, that it is banned in Europe, not allowed in Europe. Just like things like fucking genetically modified foods, like glyphosate sprayed on our food, like folate sprayed on our food. All of this shit is not allowed in Europe, not allowed in places like Russia. And we want to condemn them. But we are allowing this shit. We Unfucking believable. Unbelievable. I highly encourage you to go on X, formerly known as Twitter. Look up Tucker Carlson. Look up his latest episode. Like I said, I think it's 71 or 72. And listen to this. It'll give you such an amazing perspective of the state of our healthcare system. And when you walk into your doctor, and you hear them spew the fucking ridiculous bullshit that they do. When you hear agencies like the NIH and the CDC spew the ridiculous bullshit that they do, when all of their fucking leadership, when they stop working for those organizations, go to work for Big Pharma and accept board positions or CEO or like any high-level executive positions where their salary is like double or triple base plus bonus. And you're going to sit there and say that they don't have a conflict when they know that is the path that is paved for them. I beg you to go watch this episode of Tucker Carlson. I beg you. Because you need to help people open their fucking eyes. Because your health is the only thing that you have in life. You have two things that are extremely important in life that'll widely make the entire rest of your life worth living. It's your health and how you prioritize your time. Because both of those are extremely limited and extremely valuable. <laughs>